Stay tuned. East Side Radio, 89.7 FM. This is Breaking Waves on 89.7 Eastside FM. You're back with Arabella and Alexandra and this episode is an interesting one. How are you feeling about it, Arabella? I am feeling pretty good. Thanks, Alexandra. So if you haven't noticed, we've been on a six-week hiatus. We've left your ears with the best voices from John and Riley and Shay and Jeff. (laughs) And Alexandra and I today want to talk about COVID with the outbreak in Melbourne again and vaccines becoming quite a hot and topical topic. Mm, But before we get started on that, I have not seen you for six weeks. Please tell me, what have you been up to, Arabella? Oh, good question. (laughs) In the last six weeks, I've gotten into making music. Really? Yeah. So I got a keyboard off Marketplace for free. Free. What? Wait, how did you get that for free? Okay, so Facebook Marketplace is the best place if you want different kind of things, like super cheap or free, because people just want to get rid of things. Free. Okay, I still can't even get over that. Yeah, so look at Facebook Marketplace. I got a loop machine, a microphone, so I've got this little recording set up in my bedroom, so I feel like a star. And what I've been doing is kind of using it in a self-care way, like we were talking about the other week with different strategies. So, for example, the other day I was in the city and I have this like sentimental beaded necklace, which is like probably originally a prayer bead. Mm. And I walk around with it on my hand. I kind of play with it like a fidget thing. Mm. And I was walking around the city and I realized I lost it. And I got so upset. I went back to every store I'd been to, like frantically asking, have you seen it? And I got so upset and frustrated. Usually I'd fret about it all day. So I just went home, set up my little music making machine and I kind of wrote a weirdly aggressive song about losing my beats. <laughs> no way. Okay, can I please hear it? I actually want to hear it now. Uh, please. It's very weird. Yeah, no, I'm so down for that. Please, like, okay, after hearing that. Play. Okay, because I brought it up, I'll give a little taste. Yes, okay, thank you. I'm so excited. I don't know if this is going to be like, I don't know how this is going to turn out. Can you sing? I don't know. It's pretty weird. Okay. I thought that was in the song for a second. I'm like, what is going Maybe on? I could work that in. So it was a shoddy recording, but you get the gist. I do, and I want to hear more after. I'm proud of you. Thank you, Alexandra. And it made you feel good after? Like yeah. you were calm? Great the- release. Wow. So you found your thing. Like some people, it's exercising. Yours is... Aggressive songs about <laughs> losing stuff. <laughs> so tell me, that. Alexandra, thank you. What have you been up to? Well, I've been up to a lot, but the first thing that comes to mind would be being misdiagnosed for skin cancer. Oh, what? Yeah, yes. That's the most interesting thing, probably. I went to GP, not my regular. She Mm -hmm. said it was probably this type of skin cancer. And I was like, oh my gosh, she gave me a referral to the dermatologist. So I went there and he agreed and said, yeah, it's probably that. We'll take a sample of your skin. So he cut it off, sent it to the lab. And then I had an appointment with my GP. So I just saw, saw him anyway. 
And he said the same thing. So three doctors. It was a unanimous decision. Literally, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm dying. Right? <laughs> my dad was like preparing my funeral. <laughs> no jokes. And um, yeah, came back. He called me, my dermatologist, and said that it's molluscum. So what it's is not molluscum? even. Never heard of that. It's a like it's a virus that's in the skin. It's not bad. It's not deadly. It's common in young kids. That's why they probably didn't think I had it because I'm 19. But you get it in like public swimming pools, spas. It's like you know, it's like an ear infection. It's not deadly. You just get gross. it. Well, and it's yeah, literally, literally. Like my, my doc was like, you open up their you know swimming cozy and it did. It's just everywhere. But it was on my back, which was so weird. And the fact that all three doctors were like. It's like skin cancer. Awesome. We'll wait for the test results. But I was like, oh my gosh, I can't go in the sun. I'm 19. How is this happening? But well, that must be a bit of a relief. And now you can suntan in. It summer. is a relief. <laughs> I know it is a relief. It was so scary. So how do you treat it? Oh, look, you freeze and you have to freeze them. So, oh you God. know, like, yeah, exactly. You have to use that. And it hurts. And the unfortunate thing is if you don't do it, it highly contagious stays there and it usually goes away in six months to a year or even more than that and it's so annoying because it's a thing in little kids like I shouldn't even have it mm. don't even know why I do well I'm glad you got the proper diagnosis yeah and I think we should move to a song yes and listen to some things that make us feel good so the song we're going to play is Janelle Mornay make me feel course language Eastside would like to warn this is a language warning this is a warning yeah the following program contains some colourful language. Baby, don't make me spell it out for you. All of the feelings that I got for you. Can't be explained, but I can try for you. Yeah, baby, don't make me spell it out for you. You keep on asking me the same questions. Why? And second guessing all my intentions. She know by the way I use my compression That you got the answers to my confessions It's like I'm powerful with a little bit of tender And emotional, sexual bender Mess me up, yeah, but no one does it better There's nothing better That's just the way you make me feel that's just the way you make me feel That's just the way you make uh-huh. me feel So it's so good, so fucking real Uh-huh That's just the way you make me feel That's just the way you make me feel That's just the way you make me feel You know I love it, so please don't stop it And you got me right here in your jean pocket Laying your body on the shack carpet You know I love it, so please don't stop it
That was Make Me Feel by Janelle Mornay from her 2018 album, Dirty Computer. That song makes me feel good every time I hear it. Doesn't it just? All right. Well, Arabella, I want to talk about our healthcare system and get into our main topic of COVID and vaccinations. What I have to say about our healthcare system, it is one of the best in the world. It provides quality, safety, affordable healthcare for you myself and our families and everyone you know it's the key reason why we enjoy one of the longest life expectancies in the world don't you agree yeah and we are so lucky the way we've managed covid compared to other countries around the world europe the states a lot of them have Mm. been pretty much in lockdown this whole time so we are very lucky literally and you know that's mainly part because you know we're an island but our healthcare system is so incredible yet people still doubt it and are not getting vaccinated Yes, so there are people who are not convinced about the safety of some of these vaccines. So our government's gone for AstraZeneca as our Mm. primary provider. And the thing is, there's not much long-term research. There's no long-term research. We don't have time. That's right. We don't have the time. It's also new as Mm. well. Um, So I think people are not confident on how efficient it would be. So that's putting them off. Mm. But the government does want to get as many people vaccinated as possible because once we have vaccinations going through everyone we can kind of get more back to normal seemingly more up to normal and I think it's important to note we're probably not going to eradicate COVID like yeah, the flu, never. Yeah. but by getting vaccinated we can start to manage it and it's not as deadly. Exactly and you know I was reading a study the other day and it was in the Sydney Morning Herald um, 30% of the population is unsure about getting the vaccine and mm. if we you know want to open the borders let families in let people in we need you know 90% herd immunity And it's so important. So, I mean, have you heard of the Kirby Institute? Yeah, is that like the COVID HQ? Well, well, the Kirby Institute is the leading global research institute, which is dedicated to the prevention and treatment of infectious diseases. And there's one under the University of New South Wales, like centimetres of stainless steel underground was actually meant for HIV. And it is now transformed transformed into the COVID research lab so it's Australia's variant sentinel for COVID-19 located underground and they actually have all the mutant strains of COVID in their lab and they are trying to see how it all functions and it is so it was such an interesting article to read because they actually discovered this and according to the institute the virus actually dies when it is outside the body and the scary thing is it only survives when it has cells around it and it literally think look at me ready their fingers it's like swords so the virus is killing the cells around it it finds one attaches and kills everything around it and they actually tested this on uh on a monkey's liver um yeah i know so you know i I think they're not going to test it on humans because it is deadly but they had to test it somehow unfortunately it was on animals so obviously, um, you know, vegans would not be happy with it. Um, but this is, we're thinking about the world here. We're thinking about the population. We need to protect everyone. Yeah, vaccines are vital and they have been used to manage diseases for 200 years around. Specifically 1804, which is when yeah. the first vaccine was introduced for smallpox, which is actually the first disease which is completely eradicated thanks to vaccinations. Yeah. The only the only one. Yet there are people who are still so sceptical mm. about COVID and the vaccines. Mm, yeah. There are people who see it as a conspiracy theory, like it's a way for the government to microchip us. People even think that Bill Gates started it. 
No way. I have the craziest story. Yeah. After you, oh my gosh. This reminds me, I was at the bus stop the other day and I was decided to like make a conversation with this lady and like help her out, find her bus. And then we got into the topic of COVID, obviously. And then she asked me if I've been vaccinated before. And I, I'm sorry, if I had been tested for COVID. And I said, yeah, two times. And she says, no, don't do it. Oh. Don't do it. Because they put a microchip at the top of the little earbud thing that they put up your nose and she says they track you and I was like no way I had no idea and then she says don't get vaccinated because you'll be infertile Mm. they're inserting you with poison so that you can't have babies and I was just like okay I think we're done here (laughs) and see I think Facebook and social media is giving people this Mm. misinformation and they're really influenced by this fake news so to speak I know it's crazy well, let's move on. I want to play this song. It is one of my favorites at the moment. It is Tokyo Drifting by Glass Animal and Denzel Curry.
That was Tokyo Drifting by Glass Animal featuring Denzel Curry. Apparently Denzel Curry has Tourette's. Really? No way. My gosh. I have you. Like and Billie us. Eilish. Yes, I remember hearing that and thinking that is so good for Tourette's awareness globally because she is massive. People. Yeah. Exactly. Just like us. <laughs> so where are we at now with this COVID discussion? Honestly, the function of the vaccine. That is a massive thing that not many people know about because we just have, you know, the two sides, the anti-vaxxers and the people that go for vaccines that like them or want to get them. But we don't actually know, not many people know the reaction that they have in the body. Yeah, the science behind it. Exactly. And that's what's driving all this, the facts, the science. Exactly. That's why we need to say as much as we can and have as many facts as possible so people actually like change their opinion if they're anti-vaxxers. And the vaccination procedure actually imitates what would occur when a harmful virus or bacteria breaks the defence of the body. However, with the fundamental distinction, no dangerous germs are involved. Rather, the vaccine is made to believe that a virus has entered your body. So that, sig- that signal procedures to the B cells and T cells, which is the cells in your body, nothing special, of the immune system that instantly begin to attack as if an actual virus was attacking your body. And lastly, the reaction recovers, leaving a position of the long-lasting memory of the B cells and the T cells completely distinct for potential encounters in the future, which is honestly incredible. And that's why some people actually get sick. Like, it's Mm. such a common occurrence. People think, oh, I don't want to get sick. Like, it's really bad. It's not normal. No, it's normal. Like, if you don't get sick. And I've heard people saying that, like, why would I want to put the virus in me? But to be honest, if having the vaccine means I won't make my dad sick and older people around me more at risk, I'm willing to do it. Yeah, and you just said some people think, why would I put the virus in me? And that's literally how vaccines work. It's like they need to put a bit of it in you. The most basic way to explain it is they need to put a little bit of the virus in you so that your body gets used to yeah, attacking and getting have, rid of it. Yeah, I'd rather have a little bit of it than a full-blown COVID exactly. sickness. Exactly. Like I got the vaccine and I reacted badly to it because, you know, they're actually putting it in me and I thought, you know, my family was like, imagine, imagine if you actually got COVID-19. Like, obviously not badly. I got flu-like symptoms, but it wasn't fun. And yet my dad, who's 85 years young, got the vaccine. He actually felt better after it. That's so <laughs> strange, but like really happy for him that he didn't experience the same thing. Mm. But something that people really get nervous about is blood clotting. But like the yeah. chances of being infected will increase. So, you know, being vaccinated is more important because you're protecting yourself and you're also protecting others. You know, the benefits far outweigh the risks, especially as your chance of getting a blood clot is one in 300,000 from AstraZeneca. You know, when it comes to blood clotting, there are links, as you know, established. But with a lot of things. Exactly. The risk was everything. Literally eating too much junk food like I do. (laughs) This has been really interesting. Thank you for filling me in some of those facts. I didn't know really like the ins and outs of all that. Mm. And we're going to take it to a song. What do you reckon? Mm, What song are we going to play? It's a bit of a blast from the past from Steve Miller Band from the 80s. It's called Abracadabra. Let's go.
That was Abracadabra by Steve Miller Band. I feel that might have been a weird choice. It was a bit long. (laughs) I'm really into magic at the moment. But yeah, it was funky, but some strange lyrics, thinking back upon reflection. (laughs) (laughs) So getting to the end part of our show, I just wanted to talk about how COVID does continue to affect us all. Mm. And even let's say once the vaccines get rolled out and we start opening the borders and international travel starts again, there's so much to consider with that. So people might want to travel for like pleasure, you might have family, work, but even once you go to a country that let's say they've kind of got it under control, you don't know who's on that plane with you. Exactly. So it still opens up to more risk of getting infected with new and different mutations that you might not have been vaccinated for. So Mm. like, would you take the risk to travel, Alex? Personally, not. I don't plan on traveling until this whole thing is under control, which I'm expecting it's going to be about. It's going to be over a year until Mm. like, because there are so many people and so many third world countries that don't have access to vaccinations yet. Like, it is ridiculous. And look at Vietnam. That's a good example. They were seen as leading the world. They were having festivals, no restrictions or nothing. Now they have so many cases and now they're in lockdown. So it can turn around so easy. Yes, I think it's safe to say that it's definitely going to affect um, how we live and how we structure our lives. And people that, like, are boomers, so they start to travel. It's like a cool time for them. Their kids are out of the house. They've kind of saved up. I feel like... Boomers travelling, like my mum, is kind of like schoolies for year 12 (laughs) kids. But they're also in that high-risk danger age Mm. group. So maybe we've got to think about other ways to engage all these different demographics because travelling was such a um, go-to for so many of us. Exactly. And, yeah, another thing I was thinking too is just the media should try and, like, encourage people to do the right thing i think what they're doing right now is is good they're you know encouraging you know restrictions and social distancing but they're also encouraging domestic travel which i think is really good Mm. so they're being safe as well as just don't travel outside the country but support local tourism which is good yeah and i've traveled overseas my whole life i haven't seen parts of australia and it's funny the past year i've seen more of australia than i ever had literally like forces you to travel within your own country and not overseas but i think that is all we have for this show today. Thank you so much, guys, for listening. And you are listening to 89.7, and this is Breaking Waves. Here on Eastside FM with Alexandra and Arabella. And we are so excited. We'll see you next week. You're listening to People Powered Radio, proudly supported by the Community Broadcasting Foundation. The Community Broadcasting Foundation resources community-owned and operated media stations just like this one that connect people and tell vital local stories so that we all enjoy a more vibrant, inclusive Australian culture and healthy democracy. Find out more about our work at cbf.com.au. Thank <laughs> you.